All right, and welcome to another episode of Perspective in Pokemon. And I am super excited, so pumped to have Omash on the on the channel, on the show. Um, gosh, I've honestly been looking forward to this interview for months because I contacted him like uh -huh. my daughter was even born. And then, yeah, my daughter was born. And then, long story short, we finally got him on. <laughs> Glad to be here. I'm stoked. First podcast for me. <laughs> First of probably many, man. First of probably many. I don't know. I don't think I'm that cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, this was so same scenario as last time. I am at my sister's house. I'm in my uh, niece's room just because it's the quietest place right now. That's why you see like the wigs back here and whatnot. Heck yeah. You just, just need to provide some context. <laughs> <laughs> Five with me, man. Don't be shy to share your new hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I'm just losing all my hair. I'm trying to get some new hair <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Sweet. So, Amash, though, if you can go ahead and just introduce who you are and give a little bit of some background. Yeah, I mean, not much to say. My name's Omash. I have a YouTube channel. We just broke one year of starting the channel, kind of a big milestone, I guess. Um, and yeah, really, all we do is open Pokemon cards, and I also crack open some DBS cards as well, and we just have a fun time. <laughs> I don't know really what else there is to say, but uh, I'm happy to be here with you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, man. And I, I do need to say this. I I was trying to remember today. I was thinking about it a lot and I, because I had never watched any pack openings. I don't even know. I didn't even think that was a, I didn't know that was a thing mm -hmm. that people would do YouTube videos and TikTok videos of opening packs. And then I saw like, I'm pretty sure I, the first video I saw might've been yours on TikTok. Really? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. I should do that too." <laughs> and so <laughs> we actually—I I think I actually have you to thank for me sure. actually starting to do that on my own channel. I don't know how you found me before people like Lee and Hart or Unlisted Lee for you know <laughs> like the big dogs, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know either because I, I hadn't even heard of Lee and Hart or Unlisted Lee, but I knew Omash. Wow. <laughs> I must mean I'm really cool. <laughs> yeah. And so like, it, it was funny because like in my eyes, I mean, you're like, oh, you know, I know you only have like a year on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But like in my eyes, like I almost see you as like a Leonhart on Listed Leaf just because seeing your videos like on TikTok, you were you just have such a cool, just a, a cool demeanor, a calm, just like just like good spirit about you. Like I just loved watching your videos there. Well, thanks, man. Now I'm all blushing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's funny because on TikTok, I think I feel like I'm one of the laziest creators. <laughs> like, I can't even call myself a creator because I just like grab little clips from my YouTubes and just post those. <laughs> so Dude, super that, lazy. That's the way to do it, though, because you're just like recycling the the content, you know? Yeah, I mean it's true. I I think it's good content, so <laughs> why not share it? <laughs> okay, but we're going to go back real quick. So I'm curious, how did you first, like I'm talking about like first get into Pokemon? First. So I'm a 90s boy, 90s baby. And so I was around when it first came out. Like, well, I'm also Japanese. So like my family had the jump before anyone here in the States. <laughs> mm. So I, my mom is Japanese and she... I don't remember exactly like how everything started, but I knew what Pokemon was somehow when it like arrived to the States via the video game. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but then that's when it just took off. I, I got Pokemon blue and a Game Boy Color. Um, and since then, it was it's just been one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> but, you know. Played the game nonstop, literally hundreds of hours spent on that freaking Game Boy. <laughs> and then because of school and the popularity of Pokemon, uh, I got into the card games as well. Never actually learned how to play the card game. I've always just been a collector. <laughs> Trading with friends and just having the cards. Um, that I don't know why I never learned the game. I hear it's fun, but just no interest. <laughs> um and then, yeah, that, that's really it. So as a kid, somehow I knew about Pokemon, and then the game came out and smitten, smitten right away. <laughs> that's sweet. And so 
have you been collecting since you were a kid or like most i know most 90s kids they collected for a while and then they stopped and then got back back into it later like yeah no i i fall right in with everyone else <laughs> collected as a kid uh kind of broke off pokemon because Yu-Gi-Oh stepped in right mm. so i was big on Yu-Gi-Oh, and then entering middle school and stuff it just wasn't cool <laughs> and so uh definitely died forever um until i found uh xy evolutions and pokemon go just like mm -hmm. so many like <laughs> i swear we all share the same stories <laughs> Dude, that that was a smart move by pokemon then <laughs> oh man so many people got back into it during that time so many i still play pokemon go so <laughs> it's it's still awesome that's great. <clears throat> you know i've people have asked me if i play pokemon go mm -hmm. and i have not yet because i know if i start i Look, might not be able to stop <laughs> dude it's so fun though especially if you have like kids i mean depending if you want to get your kids involved in pokemon but like my wife she has a little brother who's now 11 or 12 but when pokemon go came out he was like eight years old and he was just crazy about pokemon so he would borrow either my wife or his mom's phone and we'd just go play Pokemon Go together. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But, so then I'm curious. So you go you got back into Pokemon. So about 2016. So when all that happened. Kind of. Like okay. I know I know that's when Evolutions came out, right? But I don't think it was until like 27, late 2017, maybe early 18, that I actually found out about those sets and started buying them like crazy it wasn't even xy evolutions i saw that 20th anniversary japanese box first um on ebay and i was like what the heck is this this looks like the base set and it was super cheap and i was like there's no way this is base set <laughs> um and obviously it wasn't but i bought a box um i was so naive <laughs> i thought i was opening like a you know the very first packs ever <laughs> But um, yeah, I remember buying so many of those boxes um, and just cracking them open by myself. And it's all the base set reprints with the new flashy, you know, full arts and stuff. And oh, it was just so much fun. I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, so you get back into a 2017, 2018 round there. Mm -hmm. So then what, how did you go from getting back into it around there to starting a YouTube channel? Oh man, <laughs> YouTube was never a thought even for the longest time. But uh, I was asking my wife and family for like Christmas, birthday, like it was all Pokemon cards. <laughs> and anytime I would go to Target or Walmart, I'd buy some packs just to open because it's so much fun. Um, and then on Instagram, I happened to just, I got this, I think it was like a remix bout, that Japanese set. I had a box of it that I got in and on Instagram, I just decided, Hey, I'm going to post this story of the box. And then I'm going to post pi pictures of my pulls. And then as I went through, I was like, this is actually kind of fun. And then at the end of it all, after showing all the polls, I was like, um, was that cool? <laughs> like, do you guys care about seeing that? Do you want to see more of those? Cause all I do is open cards. <laughs> Um, and I got a ton of feedback saying like, yeah, that was awesome. Do more, you know? Um, and it was actually my best friend who messaged me and was like, you should start a YouTube. I was like, what? <laughs> YouTube? I just opened these for fun. No one would watch this crap. Um, but yeah, since after he asked me that and I responded kind of that way, just like really hesitantly, um, it just was nonstop on my mind. And like, I, I was watching people like Lee and Hart at the time. So I knew there were really big people opening cards. I had no idea how like big the community was though. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, it's pretty niche. <laughs> like there aren't too many people that open Pokemon cards. Maybe my channel could like potentially blow up. Um, and I love opening cards and it just gives me an excuse to buy more cards. So uh, after I, I kind of nailed that in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, let's give it a shot. <laughs> and it kind of started just like total not planned, just 
on a whim, just started it. And yeah, we're a year in now and it's honestly been the best. So <laughs> pretty That's wild. Awesome. That's awesome. man. I, I, you know, it's funny because you, you say like you started on a whim and whatnot. But again, I found you on TikTok pro probably maybe <laughs> six, seven months into you starting your channel. And I yeah. would have never guessed that you, I, I thought you, I thought, I honestly thought you had been doing this for like five years or something. <laughs> oh man. Well, I appreciate the compliments, but you know, definitely oh, TikTok's another story. Like I did not want to join TikTok <laughs> for the longest time, but uh, we can talk about that later. <laughs> okay. So then, so then, yeah. So then staying with YouTube then. Mm -hmm. So you, you've, uh, you've done YouTube now for a year. You just had your, your year mark. Yeah. So what, I guess, what lessons have you learned from, from when you started to now having a year of experience? Man, <laughs> so many things. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways is like, I mean, my whole life, I've always been like that nice guy, right? Just friendly and super laid back. <laughs> like I literally don't care about anything. <laughs> um, but just seeing how like people gravitate to positive and happy energy like i feel like that's really all i have when it comes to like why i have a following at all like i'm just happy positive and people i guess can see that i love pokemon cards <laughs> but um no yeah, it's been really cool to see just like how many people have messaged me throughout this last year just like i love your energy stay positive be happy like I love watching your videos just because you're such a happy person. <laughs> and I was like, everyone needs some positive energy, I guess. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> but really, other than like the technical stuff, like I didn't know how to um, record a video. I didn't know how to edit stuff like that, um, that I've obviously learned. Um, really just understanding that you do have an impact on people even though it may not seem like it you know <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of cool if you like sit down and really think about it like people actually watch me and enjoy what i'm doing and it can it like helps make their day sometimes i i don't know yeah. it's hard to explain <laughs> oh that that's so cool cuz it it's kind of kind of meta that you're saying that because I actually just got a comment on one of my videos uh, this week. Someone say, hey, keep the pack openings coming because I don't know why, but it just relaxes me. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. I'm just opening up Pokemon cards. And like, <laughs> like you're saying, like it's impacting someone. Oh, yeah. I mean, people wouldn't watch if it wasn't entertaining. But then they like they get to know you. They like kind of become friends with you even though you've never met or anything <laughs> so i don't it's just kind of a it's a little getaway but i mean i know you can understand just like the thrill of opening a pack like <laughs> there's nothing like it <laughs> and so just watching it even you can get that same thrill even though you're not the one actually opening this the pack mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's just so cool to think about like living live, living in, living in 2020 one mm -hmm. of the huge blessings that, you know, whether you're opening Pokemon cards, uh, whether, you know, you're making videos about, I don't know, cooking, whatever it might be, like, you literally could be impacting someone's life that someone that you'll never meet, at least in this life, you know? Oh, yeah. No, it, it's absolutely crazy. And just like the reach, the potential reach on any platform is insane. <laughs> like I've talked, I've been talking to people and I've given people things from the other side of the world. And I'm like, this is all just because of YouTube <laughs> <laughs> opening Pokemon cards online. It it's wild, man. Yeah. That's so cool. And again, it it's, I I'm sorry. I'm just kind of just keep thinking about this, what you were saying. Like, it's just, you can have such a positive impact, just even opening up Pokemon cards. Like who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought that, you know, you literally could be like making someone's day by just doing something that you enjoy. Oh, yeah. Not, not me. <laughs> Especially with something as clumsy. I mean, it's not clumsy, but at the same time it is. Just like I'm almost 30, opening Pokemon cards, just 100% kids game. Like no one would have thought. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, it's just like, man, just like you said, though, you never know what kind of impact you're having. Mm-hmm. No, and it's it's awesome. Like the messages I've gotten and just the people that I've met through this YouTube journey, priceless. <laughs> Makes it all worth it, even though there's nothing to really not make it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So then I'm curious, what, if you have one, it might, there might be too many, but <laughs> what has been your favorite moment so far on your channel or one of your favorite moments? I've had some pretty insane moments. <laughs> um, I think anytime I've done a mystery box for like a big celebration, I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone mystery boxes from Poker Rev and um, Fig, Raikou's Pokemon and like Pokemon Radar. And they're all kind of big guys uh, in the Pokemon community. So it's cool to make friends that are like that like interacting with them. And then they made me a box custom to me to open, to celebrate some event that I thought was cool. Like I've really enjoyed those mystery box openings, um, mostly because of the interaction and the things in the boxes were insane. (laughs) Um, I think a few months after I opened the poker rev mystery box, um, there was a $500 mystery box. He's like, where'd you get this mystery box? It's like $1,500. <laughs> I was like, I did not pay that much, but Poker Rev definitely hooked it up. <laughs> now, with everything going crazy, that $500 box easily like over two $2,500. So it's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, I love the mystery boxes. Uh, my first Charizard hunt from the mystery box <laughs> from uh, Raikou's Pokemart. Um, we pulled all three Charizards that we were looking for. Just insane luck. Like the craziest luck that like no one ever does. So that was epic. Um, man, there's just too many videos. <laughs> too many <laughs> moments. Um, I obviously loved even my most recent vids, pulling that Rainbow Charizard thanks to Ulysses and his... <laughs> Group positive energy. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, opening that uh, vintage quick starter box that I bought from Leonhart for my 2000 subscriber special. Loved that. And every single card in there was so awesome. Yeah, I, I'm just going to have to stop there. I can just stop <laughs> forever <laughs> about all the cool things we've done this last year. That's awesome, man. So then what has surprised you the most during this last year being on YouTube? Um, me personally, I didn't think I'd enjoy it this much. Um, like I said, started on a whim. I had no like confidence in myself. I didn't think anyone would care. Not that I did it to have people care about what I'm doing or, you know, have the channel grow at all. I just did it because I love it. And maybe someone else would love watching pack openings as well. But um, the fact that I love it so much kind of caught me off guard Mm -hmm. just because I didn't expect it. Um, So definitely that side of things. Um, And then kind of going back to what we've already talked about, just how much people love just the positivity and like, the happy and laughing, just, I guess my personality, (laughs) they just love it. They eat it up. I get messages every single day about just how great it is to watch an homage video (laughs) just because I laugh a lot. I don't know. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I'm going to say this. So my favorite homage moment, I'm bringing this up because you were talking about how um, you know, you, you didn't think that anyone would watch this and whatnot, but my oh, favorite yeah. moment is actually in your first video at the end, uh-huh. you put up the bloopers and you're, and you're just like, oh my gosh, no one's going to watch this. Like, <laughs> I just, so embarrassing. <laughs> you are not allowed to take that down. <laughs> I almost did a little while ago, but then I'm like, I can't. That's history. That's that history. history. Plus you never know, there, there's going to be some kid in like six years and Omash is going to have like a hundred thousand or a million subscribers by then. And he's going to be like, Oh my gosh, I want to be like, Omash. Uh-huh. Scroll back to your first video 
and be like, oh, he thought that he couldn't do it too. No, I mean, it's it's proof right there. <laughs> Just written proof. Well, uh, we actually watched those bloopers, me and my wife recently, and um, obviously huge transformation from my awkwardness in that first video to you know what I'm used to now. But even just my background, like all these Funkos and stuff, like huge difference <laughs> in the year. And my wife's like, whoa, <laughs> how do you got that many things? <laughs> so yeah, tons of growth, tons of learning, tons of just good memories and experiences. And I'm excited for what else comes. That's awesome, man. I'm excited to see it too, because now I'm really not trying to like make this a whole like I level mosh session or anything. <laughs> But I, I kid you not when I say that it will not surprise me in six years or five years or however long it is that if I wake up and I see Omash is celebrating his one million subscriber you know, <laughs> achievement. That, would, that just seems so unattainable, you know, that it would literally blow my mind if that ever came. I don't even see myself getting to 10,000. Like those numbers just seem crazy, but it would be a special day if that, if that did happen. <laughs> if, that, if that happens, I will send you a mystery box. Yeah. <laughs> the flipper mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, real, so we're going to take a, a step away from YouTube for a sec. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier, the market is crazy right now. Oh, gosh. The Pokemon market is as absolutely cotton fire. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I have so many sides to this. <laughs> <laughs> the collector inside me absolutely hates it because well, I, I'm a collector. I don't sell things um, other than like stuff I absolutely don't need. Um, and everything that... I'm going for right now is just so expensive. Like I, I can't do it. <laughs> so that side of me hates it. Um, pertaining to the hobby. I think it's super cool. Um, I talked about this in one of my videos, but just like the fact that there are celebrities now participating in something that I, that me and you love so much. It's just like almost a dream. Like I would have never thought that someone famous would be doing something that I have such a passion for. <laughs> so that's absolutely crazy. I think it's super fun. Um, and then, yeah, if I was if I was a seller or a flipper um, like you, I'm I'm sure I would be loving it because <laughs> things are crazy. But yeah, I don't know. There's definitely pros cons to the madness and. I think it's pretty entertaining. Like literally every day I wake up and there's some sort of new news, new record. Like it's just a drama at this point. It's like a reality, reality TV show. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's pretty awesome. Um, I can definitely see why people are kind of upset or frustrated, you know, um, but I'm all for it. It's just growth at the end of the day for Pokemon. <laughs> so yeah. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> for sure. Like, <clears throat> And, you know, it's interesting because with so many people, more people getting into it. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I actually, um, Vintage Pokemon Hunter, uh, who I talked with a couple weeks ago, yeah. he was talking about how, you know, there's actually not that many Pokemon creators. Like mm -hmm. when you have all the people like on YouTube, on Instagram and whatnot, there's not that many. And so the mm -hmm. fact that there are so many more people getting into it, any Pokemon creator right now, that's... That's going to actually boost like your following, your like people paying more oh, attention because yeah. they're just it's just the Pokemon itself, whether it's investing, collecting, it's just growing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when I first started or got into it, I I only thought there was like Unlisted Leaf, Leonhart, Rhyme Style and Real Breaking Name and maybe like Jordan Fringe. Like to me, those are like the five biggest guys. And I thought those were the only ones doing Pokemon stuff. But when I got in, I mean, when you think of it in a whole, like vintage Pokemon hunters, right, there aren't that many. But when I got in, I was like, holy cow, there are so many creators when it comes to Pokemon. They're just, you know, 
smaller, <laughs> like mm -hmm. like me. <laughs> and so it kind of blew my mind how many there actually were. Um, but yeah, when you're comparing it to the millions, billions of people watching YouTube and doing stuff on there, it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, and I do need to put on record that even though I do sell a lot of cards, like my, it, my, I was actually, I think I told this to my wife the other day, like I feel like I have more of a mind of an investor, but uh -huh. I feel like I'm part of a collector. Oh, so, man. Like, like there are cards. I, I, I mean, I sell because I, I need to pay my bills, dog, guys. Like, right, I, right. I, I got debts to pay, you know. <laughs> but like, if I had like everything I'll pay for, yeah, I'd probably still be investing, but I would not be selling nearly as many. And so yeah. I, I totally feel you on like there are cards that I was planning on like I'll, I'll, I'll grab that like in, in another year. Like it'll probably go up a little bit, but oh man, there are certain cards I'm like not until like I'm a millionaire or something. Yeah, no, it's so bad. Um, like right now, I'm trying to get all of the gold star cards, right? Mm -hmm. The ones I have left are the ones that are like multi thousands of dollars. <laughs> I mean, luckily, I'm not a PSA 10. I'm not a gem mint collector. Obviously, mm -hmm. if I have the chance, I'll go for it. But luckily, <laughs> I don't need a gem mint 10 copy of whatever card I'm looking for. Um, and that saves me thousands of dollars. <laughs> but, but still, a PSA 8 Gold Star Rayquaza is still 5K. <laughs> uh -huh. So it's like, yeah, I'm probably never going to get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just interesting how the market works. That once the once the 10s get get entertainable to your average collector, then the 9s go up, then the 8s go up, oh, then the yeah. 7s go up. I mean, it makes sense, and that's just, that's just how it is. <laughs> but... Yeah, it sucks for our wallets. <laughs> I'll just be a PSA 2 collector. Seriously, though, I've <laughs> thought about that. I was like, how cool would it be to own everything in like a PSA 1? <laughs> like no one would have that. I even looked on eBay and I was like, PSA 1 Pokemon cards. And there were like none. So I was like, well, <laughs> the, that goal is kind of unattainable as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I actually I actually have a, a box that I'm putting together. Because um, I'll, I'll buy pickups people's collections like mom selling their kids old cards and whatnot mm -hmm. and like normally like 70 percent of the cards are like bent played like, completely <laughs> played yeah um and every now and again i'll find a really good card but it's like totally bent i'm like i can't send that in to get graded but oh, i'm like yeah. i'm just gonna put this to the side because you mm -hmm. never know maybe i will get it graded and it'll be like a one or it'll be something or it'll be like <laughs> super like super vintage in 30 years or something no, that's what's crazy though. Like there are collectors who want the low grades. Uh -huh. So it's like no matter what, there's someone to buy your card. Mm -hmm. It's wild, but yeah, it is hard to like pay for the grading when you know it's not gonna, you know, return well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So actually, I'm curious uh, on that note because I know that you were going to do a little uh little promo for you, you Omash middleman service, yeah. PSA middleman service. How's that going? <laughs> it's honestly, it's going really well. Like I submit two times a month um, since I've started. I thought maybe some months I would only send once, mm -hmm. but ever since I started, it's been, I think three, four, maybe five months now. I've sent two submissions every single month um, and all of them have had over a hundred cards. So Tons of people just trusting me out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, it's been awesome. Like the cards that I've handled and seen, insane. Just so nostalgic, so vintage and modern. Like uh, I haven't pulled that stupid shiny Charizard V yet, but I've gotten a few over the, you know, the, with the middleman thing. And it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> Get to handle and... Uh, deal with these cards it's pretty cool but yeah it's going really well uh, i didn't think it would but <laughs> it's pretty fun <laughs> that's awesome so i wasn't planning to ask you about all this but i'm just curious how what made you want to start being like a middleman um i think i just figured that i have my membership and i like helping people and so helping people in regards to Pokemon is just 
a double win. <laughs> so I've really, I've really enjoyed the aspect of I'm helping my people that are supporting me um, get their cards graded and their collections growing in value and, you know, all that stuff. So I just thought I'd throw it out there and uh, it turns out a lot of people really needed or wanted this service and it's been going really well. <laughs> but yeah, I've loved the, the helping people uh, side of things. That's awesome. Man. I still need to send cards to you. I will send them eventually. I have them like almost <laughs> ready. I just need to send them. <laughs> it's all good, man. I'll be here whenever. <laughs> cool. So transitioning uh, over to TikTok. Oh boy. <laughs> so what made, so I know you said you were like really hesitant to start on TikTok. So oh, why yeah. did you eventually, like what eventually got you like put posting on TikTok? <laughs> so I download, I was told by a friend that TikTok is where it's at. And I hadn't heard about TikTok at all. I was like, what the freak is that? <laughs> so I downloaded it, created an account. And then all I saw were these like dancing girls and stuff. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, I can't even watch this with my wife near. <laughs> like, what would I be doing on an app like this? Um, and so I kind of just had the app, never got on, didn't even think about the idea. But then I can't remember like what sparked me to be like, hey, let's post a TikTok. But I think like a month or month and a half after I downloaded it, I finally just did it. I just took a clip um, or two from my YouTube vid, uh, made it under a minute long, obviously picking the good polls. <laughs> Um, and then just posted it. And then I remember um, I posted two videos just back to back. And me and my wife went to work out. Um, and then mid-workout, I got this notification that someone commented on my vid. So I opened it up, looked at it, and I saw that it had like a thousand views in like half an hour. I was like, what? <laughs> a thousand views? I mean, a thousand's not even a lot, but for someone just opening Pokemon cards on an app where I thought it was just girls dancing and stuff, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. And so I remember replying to the comment and then shutting it down, continuing to work out. And then like every five minutes I would open the app and then just 1500, 1800, 2000, like it just kept going at crazy rates. Uh, from what I'm used to, right? Uh -huh. Like my YouTube vids at the time would maybe get 50, 60 views mm -hmm. in a day. So these numbers were blowing my mind. <laughs> um, and since then, it just kind of, I realized that TikTok's like a real competitor here, a real <laughs> threat, <laughs> um, a real asset. And I just started posting videos more and more and more. Um, some videos I get kind of creative. <laughs> uh, don't just post clips of my YouTube, but it's been super fun. Uh, I have a decent following on TikTok and same thing as, you know, YouTube. They they all comment on my videos, um, posting, you know, their thoughts, opinions, giving me compliments, just stuff like that. So it's it's been super fun. And I I give so much of my like YouTube credit to TikTok. <laughs> like I've done the giveaways on there and just I'm pretty confident that maybe like 30, if not more percent of my subscribers are from TikTok. <laughs> so pretty cool. That's awesome. You know, it's funny because I actually was going to bring that up that I was pretty sure what has helped your growth this year during the, well, your first year on YouTube has come from TikTok. Oh, yeah, uh, it's 100 percent true. I've had other Poketubers message me just like, yo, <laughs> how are you getting these subs? I'm like, TikTok. <laughs> That's seriously what it is. <laughs> so yeah, it's seriously. super fun. Like, so many people underestimate TikTok. Like, and I know there's some controversy, like whatever, like setting that aside, like, because I, 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 so I'm in marketing and like mm -hmm. when I, when I saw how much, like t you could post a single video on TikTok mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, you can have like no one following you. And then all of a sudden gets like, you see like a thousand views, 7,000 views. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this thing is like 
like people need to be on this. Like if you're building a, whether you're building a YouTube channel, a business, a personal brand, like you need to be on TikTok. Like it's like, you, you might not explode on it, but yeah. there is some huge potential with that app. No, it's, it's absolutely insane. And it's even more insane. Like you drive yourself insane if you try to figure out TikTok's freaking algorithm. Like <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super grateful that, you know, for my friend who told me all about TikTok and then that I actually like jumped ship and just went for it. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm curious. I mean, well, no, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this question anyway. So mm-hmm. what difference do you uh, do you see between creating on TikTok versus creating on YouTube? Well, <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm a lazy TikToker. Like I just post my YouTube vids on there. So it's uh, not that much different at all. But no, I think it's interesting because TikTok, I'm trying to think of like the ones where I actually thought of an idea and tried to be trendy and, you know, do things that might catch attention and blow up. Um, it's just a different way of thinking. It's just like, what would cause people to sit and watch this and share it? Like, what kind of funny thing do I need to do? Or what thing do I need to show? Or what music do I need to play? Like, it's just completely different than sitting down, pushing record, and then opening packs. Like, mm-hmm. It's almost, I know everything's like your creative side of your brain, but it's almost like a different part. <laughs> TikTok to YouTube. So I, it's pretty different. But like I said, any anyone, I mean, anyone can make YouTube videos as well. But TikTok is just so easy. They have everything right there for you in the app. And it gets pretty addicting. <laughs> <laughs> That's but yeah, that, was, that really wasn't a good answer, but yeah, I don't know. That, to me, they're completely different. <laughs> so have you, and maybe you don't have a preference, but do you have a preference as far as, well, I'll ask, do you have a preference as far as like YouTube versus TikTok, like your audience, community, like engagement? Which one do you prefer? Um, I think I prefer YouTube just because in the long at the end of the day, that is like the goal, right? Mm. Like I'm working hard to get my YouTube to a place where potentially it could like help pay bills (laughs) or at least help pay for the packs that I'm buying to open and stuff. Um, TikTok's just kind of a side thing um, where it is fun. I love everyone who's following me, um, but I don't sit there just thinking like, what TikTok is next? Or, you know, what do I need to do on TikTok? But I don't know. So I think most of my focus and energy goes towards YouTube. Um, but I'm spending so much time on all social medias, not looking at content, <laughs> but I reply to every single comment on any video, on any platform, any DM. And so I'm just all over the place. <laughs> Awesome. And I can attest that he does respond to every comment. (laughs) And and I will say you are one of the quickest people to respond to comments and DMs. Man, it's because my OCD, I hate seeing a notification on an app. So I have (laughs) to get it out of there. (laughs) So out out of necessity, he will answer you quickly. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) No, but yeah, it's been super fun. I mean, you know, when you're looking into starting all this stuff, you kind of do your research, like, how do you grow a YouTube channel? Like, what are some top 10 steps, blah, blah, blah. Um, And one of them that I read that just kind of stuck with me is reply to every single person's comment. It doesn't matter what, who, when, where, just reply and be genuine. Mm. And that just stuck with me. And so... I'm not doing it because I was, I read that and, you know, was told to do it. But now it's like, I enjoy (laughs) responding to the people who are spending their time to comment on my stuff. Like, I don't know. I think it's cool. (laughs) It is cool. And what's funny or interesting is that, you know, there are people who have a bigger audience than you 
or who have a, a smaller audience than you and don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm eventually, maybe, like, it just won't be sustainable. Like, that's just kind of how it is. But mm -hmm. I'm not looking forward to that day. <laughs> like, I honestly do like reading people's comments and seeing what they have to say. And yeah. Yeah. And I guess I, I, I should, uh, I should add that people who have bigger audiences than you, but who don't respond to anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, they might have their reasons, like I can't judge them, but just the fact that you do that, I know from experience that that just makes, you know, people feel that much more like, like they're part of your community, like they're your friends. Yeah. You know? And I, and honestly, that, that, like you were saying that, that does, help your your growth on on whatever platform you're on because people they they feel like you actually care yeah no it's i mean <laughs> one i actually do care yeah. but you know at the same time it's like it's so easy to just see someone that you are watching and be like oh they're just doing this for the money they're mm -hmm. just doing this for the views you know or whatever but in reality I mean, there are plenty of people who do do that, <laughs> but a lot of the creators out there genuinely love it and want to interact with their following, their fans. And so I think it's a super cool thing. Me too. All right. Well, we couldn't talk to you without also getting into a little bit of Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yeah. Dude, my favorite. <laughs> How did you get into Dragon Ball Super? Uh, I think I just saw that they came out with a card game, a TCG, and just jumped on it. Like, I've always – Dragon Ball Z is my number one. Like, since I was a kid, I always watched the animes, and it's just been a part of my life, <laughs> right? And so I remember being at work, and my boss at the time, who's now one of my best friends, he – he called me into his office and was like, dude, they have Dragon Ball cards. I was like, well, yeah, the ones from like years ago. He's like, no, the new ones. <laughs> I was like, what? So literally, we spent like a good half an hour of the work day. He was the CTO, by the way. So like, <laughs> not a small position in the company. Uh, and we went through TCG Player and just clicked add add oh yeah i want that one i want that one and just bought so many cards <laughs> um and then that led into us splitting a box together and then we opened uh, our halves of the box together during uh the work day <laughs> when it finally arrived and yeah i don't know i just saw i remember seeing the uh, secret rare for the first time it was the one with Oob from the World Martial Arts Tournament uh, theme set. And I was like, this is awesome. Like this artwork, this texture, this is insane. And the card stock is different. I don't know if you've felt a Dragon Ball card. I haven't. It is so much better than a Pokemon card. It just feels better. Like it's a little thicker and they're just so much, they're better than Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, from there I... Every single set that's come out, I've bought in a few boxes, tried to get like the cards that I wanted um, and just started collecting them. And then I thought might as well open this on my channel, but it is pretty obvious that Pokemon definitely gets a lot more love <laughs> uh, than the Dragon Ball vids. Um, the only way I can tell that is views. So that just is going to make me sound like I'm view hungry, but. I'm not <laughs> just uh, Pokemon is more liked than Dragon Ball Super, but I love Dragon Ball Super and I'm going to keep opening forever because really the value is better than Pokemon. The art is better and the cards are better. So, and it's cheaper. So it's just a win all around. <laughs> that, that is sweet. Cause so I saw one of your videos, you know, opening, or I've seen a couple of your videos opening up uh, DBS. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had the same reaction. I was like, I didn't realize they made like Dragon Ball cards. Like, yeah, where did this come from? Because I, I also grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Like, I had I had like all the toys and everything, and I would play with like Goku and like yeah. and, like all of them. Um, I have no idea what they are now, 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm curious though, and this is like, gen, I'm like genuinely interested. Like I might even start opening up like packs on my channel. Cause I'm like, I'm like, like you're right. They do look so cool. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, again, the, the, the collector in me wants to start opening some up. <laughs> so if I were to start, where would you recommend starting uh, with, uh, with DBS? So the easiest answer is just the most recent set because Dragon Ball is different than Pokemon. As soon as a set is released and printed, they're done. Like oh. there's only one print run and that's it. So anything other than like the most recent two or maybe three sets, it's pretty much like impossible to find. Or you're paying insane prices already just because everyone knows there isn't like a factory full of these boxes. Um, so the newest set um, is that Vermilion Bloodline. And you can find those at Target or Walmart just in the, in the, in the packs. So that's what I would do unless you want to do the research and like spend mon extra money on other products. Uh, Every single set is sweet, <laughs> especially the new ones. So it's the easiest to get, and it's still all awesome. So I just anytime someone asks me that, asks me that, I just say the newest set, <laughs> the newest uh, one. See, now I'm kind of upset because I sent you that picture uh, the other day when I was like, "Hey, should I'm thinking about buying this?" And then it was gone like ten minutes oh, later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed out on that one, man. I've actually never opened those boxes. I see them all the time, but um, I assume third-party Dragon Ball stuff is the same as third-party Pokemon stuff, just like kind of crappy. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never tested it. Well, good to know, dude. That those two dimes are really like. I, I already got plenty of info. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just jump in, but be ready to just be hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to need to prepare my wife for that. <laughs> hey, man, you can definitely flip with Dragon Ball Super, though. Like, the value is insane, and the value just – some cards drop in value, but for the most part, they just increase the second they're, like, released. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tons of room to, you know, sell or buy, grade, sell, whatever you want to do. Sweet, man. I – when I get my first video up, or at least when I open my first pack, you will probably be the first person who knows. Heck yeah. <laughs> Especially if you get some sweet bowl. <laughs> but speaking of packs, actually, I got one more question before we get into that. Okay. So <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, I did see one of your videos the other day. You were talking about, you know, kindness, you know, being kind to others. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm just curious because I'm big into kindness too, but I, I, I'm curious, why is kindness important to you? Man, that's a hard question to answer just because it's, it's kind of something you just don't think about. Like it's just kind of who we are, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've always lived by just the phrase like treat others like you want to be treated. Like why would you ever treat someone in a bad way? Like – it just doesn't make sense to me. I understand if certain things happen, then there's anger or frustration or, you know, sadness maybe, but that doesn't mean you need to be mean or rude or do anything to someone else that would make them then feel bad about themselves or whatever. Like, I don't know. I guess it's just kind of how I was raised. <laughs> like I don't remember a time where I wasn't like the nice guy. Like, that's just kind of who I was all growing up. <laughs> I was the nice friend. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's been super, it's it's a huge part of me. Um, it's just something I strongly believe in. And I don't, I, to me, I think it just brings like actual happiness. Like, mm -hmm. it's hard to explain, but you just feel good when you're nice to someone. Like even just saying thank you to someone who like holds the door open for you or something so simple out in the public, right? Just being nice, giving them a smile, a little laugh, a thank you. Like I've seen plenty of times where that just brightens someone up and it, it's it's the best feeling. <laughs> I 
And so I don't know. I don't want to be treated like that. So I guess that's how I treat other people. <laughs> that's why it's important. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that, man. And that, you know, it's so it's interesting because as you were saying that, what was coming to mind is that I, I like just I, I I said this already, but like you just have like a good spirit about you, you know, <laughs> and just that that I think that that kindness just kind of radiates. Yeah. And I think people don't realize how much of a strength being kind is. Oh yeah. Like I'd even argue that that's one of the reasons that you that you keep growing on your channel and on your TikTok. Because <laughs> you just have that that vibe about you. Well, thank you, first off. And I've I don't claim anything for any sort of success successes that I've had. But I've definitely been told, like, your energy, your positivity, your happiness, it just all radiates. <laughs> like, you're just glowing. Like, it's so easy to watch your stuff. <laughs> and so I, I agreed. I, I don't think I'd be where I am if, uh, you know, I wasn't so enthused <laughs> by what I was doing. <laughs> Sweet, man. All right. Now back. To the packs I was ta talking about. Back to the packs. So my first official interaction with Omash was actually through TikTok doing a pack battle. TikTok, the Father's Father's Day TikTok. Yes, the Father's Day pack battle, which I'm so glad TikTok is not gone because we have to do that again next year. Heck yeah! Just maybe, maybe next time. <laughs> but I could not have Omash be on here without doing another pack battle because he clearly beat me last time. Man. I mean, I, I kind of cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a set that you were guaranteed at least a hollow. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're going to have to do a pack battle right now. And for sake of time, I did want to do a couple of uh, rapid, file, rapid fire questions. Okay. So let's open some packs and do some questions at the same time. All right. How many are we opening? Ooh, you know what? I need to find something good in these evolution packs. So let's do a let's do two unless it's a tie. Then okay. we'll have, then we'll have to open up a third one. Okay. I need to pick a good tin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For those watching uh, on the video. Going to open up these packs specifically. Going to open up these evolution packs. For me, I bought these new tins, right? Well, I got all five of them, hoping there were some evolutions in there, and none of them have evolutions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to pick my boy, Toxtricity. He's one of my new faves, you know? So I have a feeling he won't let me down. <laughs> So I got Sun and Moon Base and Darkness Ablaze. Sounds good. I'm going to go with these two evolution packs, which in case anyone doesn't know, I'm actually trying to open up more evolutions packs because um, blowing up. about like two months. Well, it is blowing up, but about, um, I think about two months ago, I had someone locally contact me. Um, she's for a Christmas present. She's trying to get all the original 151 Pokemon. Uh, from buff, from like base set, fossil, all that. Wow. And I told her, remember, this was like two months ago. And yeah. I was like, oh, you know, those are going to be kind of hard to get. Her budget was $50. Oh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, those are really expensive, but I can try finding, you know, some like maybe like heavily played ones and whatnot. And, and then I told her, oh, there's also XY Evolutions. That mm -hmm. has uh, some reprinted artwork. We can get some, maybe we can get like the Charizard from there. Um. Long story short, base said and everything blew up, and then XY Evolutions blew up, and so I'm like, I can't afford anything anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> we're trying to pull some cards for her, specifically nice. Charizard, because that Charizard, it doesn't matter if it's base set, if it's base set two, if it's Evolutions, it is impossible to get that card at a affordable price. Yeah. At least within a decent, smaller budget. <laughs> it's so crazy what just any Charizard is doing right now. All right, I'm going to go with Venusaur first. I'm going Sun and Moon base. 
Venusaur, Bulbasaur, that was my dude back in the day. Sun and Moon, right? Four cards. Right. One, two, three, four. Here we go. Man, your packs are so much cooler than mine. I'm glad. <laughs> Dude, I, I just love like the nostalgic artwork on this. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, red attack. Right, oh, reverse, speed drill, and far fresh. <laughs> oh! No. DX. <laughs> You know, I don't understand. I mean, Farfetch is cool, but I don't understand why they made Farfetch a rare in XY Evolutions. Oh, I have no idea. That and the uh, isn't Starmie a rare? <laughs> I think so. Even though I think wasn't Starmie like a common or something back in the day. Nice. Uh -huh. I think Dugong's a rare too, and it's like yeah. Dugong. <laughs> okay, got Charizard artwork. Hopefully, there's a Charizard in here. Watch, I'll finally pull my Charizard VMAX in this Darkness of Blaze pack just because I'm battling you. <laughs> Channeling all my positivity towards you. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be doing rapid-fire questions right now. Shoot, man. Okay, so what is your favorite Pokemon? Oh, Dragonite. Easy. Dragonite? I respect that. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> so what is your favorite? or at least one of your favorite parts about being a dad oh boy that's a that's a tough one no <laughs> Mewtwo that that's solid I'll take a Mewtwo that, that beats my Gramble that's for sure uh favorite thing about being a dad I don't know ever since I can remember I always wanted to be a dad like that's what I was most excited for and so the fact that I'm actually a dad is still kind of surreal but I love <laughs> the parts. I mean, he's still, he's only nine months old right now, but the fact that he knows me and recognizes me and like when I enter a room and he just <gasps> kind of goes crazy, yeah. it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I love it. Love yeah. it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My, my, uh, now four month old, uh -huh. she, she started doing that a few weeks ago and oh my gosh, it's just like, yeah, you walk into the room and then she sees you and then just gets this big old smile. And it's, oh. My son, he's been doing it a while now, but one thing I was most excited for was how they do like their excited arms. You yes. know? So he's just <laughs> full on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's the best. That's awesome. Okay, so you clearly won round one. I think I take round two. Yeah. So you open up one more. Freak. Who am I going to pick? Um, oh gosh, I got three Steam st steam Sieges. Oh, yikes. <laughs> if I lose to a Steam Siege pack, that'll be the end of me. I do have a, a so one Breakpoint. I'm going to go with Breakpoint. All right. I'm going Sun and Moon did not let me down last time, so I'm going to choose that over Darkness of Blades. Okay. Now, what is your favorite Pokemon generation? Oh... I think it has to be Kanto by default, but I love Johto. I spent so many hours playing Pokemon Silver growing up. I love it. it I'm trying to remember. Breakpoint. Is that three or four cards? Is that XY? It is XY. Three. Three cards. Okay. Here we go. Then... So what's been your favorite channel or favorite set so far that you've opened up on your channel? Oh, gosh. Easily. I mean, my favorite set so far altogether is Cosmic Eclipse. Mm. You can't beat Hidden Fates. You just can't. It's the funnest set to open ever. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sun and Moon both got the Lunala and Solgaleo. Oh, man. Oh, oh my Wins again. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Maybe one day, maybe one day you'll beat me. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to get like a champion's path next time or something. Oh, freak! Yeah, you'll pull the zards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're saying uh, hidden fates? Hidden fates. Yeah, no matter how, I've opened probably a thousand packs by now. 
and it never gets old. It's so fun. <laughs> I cannot wait for Shiny Star V or whatever. Oh my uh, gosh, dude. Well, as soon as that, like, uh, at least the English, whatever, well, I know that's the Japanese one, but whenever yeah. that Shiny V Charizard comes out, whatever set, I am on those pre-orders, like, dude, the second it comes out. You have to get on them fast because they're going to be sold out so fast. <laughs> so fast, oh my gosh. And like, oh man, like, so I do resell. I don't resell new packs, um, uh-huh. but uh, I, I will like hold on to stuff. I'll sell it when it goes up. But like, I'm in the reseller community, and so I hear some people talking about Pokemon and like Champions Path, and I hear them talking about like, oh, the shiny V. I'm like, mm. like I, I I feel you. I understand. I, I respect the hustle, but I'm like, stay away from that, man. I want to be able to afford that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Luckily, I have a friend over in Japan. Um. And he has full access to all things Pokemon. And so I have like over 10 boxes of the Shiny Star V pre-ordered. <laughs> so I'm going to go ham with that set on the channel. It's going to be sweet. Um, and yeah, hopefully I can just get them from Japan because they're kind of still on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I have them pre-ordered, so we'll see. Well, I'm looking forward to you opening those. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. It's going to be a fun set no matter what. But Pokemon is just destroying everyone's wallets this year. <laughs> Dude, I can't even imagine next year. I have no idea what they have planned yeah, for this year. The 25th anniversary is going to be huge. Like, you know Pokemon is working up something hot. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Okay. Well, we're just going to end with a few last rapid-fire questions. Okay. So, all right. So, what set that you have not opened up yet that has already been released? Uh, do you are you looking forward to eventually opening up on your channel? Oh, my favorite sets in the TCG are Gym Heroes Gym Challenge. Um, I have opened Gym Heroes before, and so I'd love to get my hands on some Gym Challenge packs. Mm. Uh, I just love the artwork. It's it's the best set. Best sets ever. <laughs> so that is that one. Cool. What is your favorite breakfast food? Breakfast. Does a donut count? <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can count it. Dude, I it's no it's no mystery. I'm a big guy. So donuts, man. I love donuts. Sweet. So if you could collect only one Pokemon, what would you collect? Freak. See, I feel bad because Dragonite is my favorite Pokemon, but I have like the smallest Dragonite collection in the world. (laughs) So um, my answer should be Dragonite, but I have so many Charizards that I'm probably just going to have to say Charizard. Just because... You can't go wrong with Charizard. It's everyone's favorite. It's the most valuable card in every single set that it's in. And you're just set for life if you have all the Charizard. So, <laughs> That's a requirement. Yeah. It has to be Charizard. <laughs> Sweet. So do you have a favorite sport? Volleyball. Me and my wife both played collegiate volleyball. Oh, wow. So it's our thing. That's cool. Where'd you play? I just played at UVU, Utah Valley University. Uh, my wife played all over the place. She went to Snow um, and then to Oregon State and then finished at Idaho State. That's sweet, man. Yeah. And do you would do you prefer Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon? Ooh, that one's hard. I'm actually watching the new anime, Digimon anime that they're releasing weekly now, and it's so good. But um Yu-Gi-Oh! was a big part of my childhood. Not saying Digimon wasn't, but Yu-Gi-Oh! was more uh, a part of my childhood. So Yu-Gi-Oh! And last question. What makes you happy? Freak. (laughs) So many things. But um, obviously my family. Family comes first all the time. Uh, My friends are my family. So that just friends and family. And then probably food. I love food. <laughs> anytime I'm down, anytime anything bad's happening, just go get a nice meal somewhere, and oof, your mood just 
it switches complete 180. <laughs> awesome, man. Dude, it has been so much fun having you on. We will have to do this again sometime. Heck yeah. And good got oh I don't just remembered we only live like 30 minutes away from each other. We have to like <laughs> yeah. go for lunch or dinner or like do like a double date sometime. I'm down. We're down. I just every time I show my wife either a TikTok or anything you post, <laughs> she's always just like I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny because I've shown my wife videos of you and she's like, you two look like you'd be friends. <laughs> See, it's it's just meant to happen. That's it. It's happening, man. We're getting together sometime. Yes. Okay. But Omash, thank you so much for being on. Seriously, this has been so much fun. And guys, watching, if you're watching this, listening to this, go subscribe to Omash's channel. Go follow him on TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, anywhere else he's on, go look up Omash. This guy, honestly, you will not regret following this guy on social media. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really. It's been a blast. First, po first podcast, and I think it went pretty well. <laughs> we went way over our time limit, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen. <laughs>